All right, who wants to start? I'll start. Great. Yeah, I was just about to say, like, fuck. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Versus Anne, the podcast where we answer the questions that definitely need asking. I am your grill flipper, your tongue ticker, and your crispy boy drinker, Brent Lacey. And these are the other two guys on the show. Yeah, fuck. I, I had something and then I was just so impressed with what you did that I... Uh, I was originally going to go with, I'm your non-racist host, Brent Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, and I am your uh, wizard of the 12th realm of Ephesius, master of light and shadow and manipulator of magical delights, David Holman. See, you had something the whole time. That's someone else's. <laughs> Hi, I'm your funny word man, your funny word boy, Nolan Lacey, here to say the funny words, watching the world burn around me, funny funny words, <laughs> funny word man, Nolan Lacey, coming to you yeah. live, what is it, audio memes, is that what we're doing, audio memes, mm. audio memes, mm-hmm. audio memes, So, what the- have you got, a knife, no, is that not the kind of memes we're doing? Have I, I, money in banks. Stonks. Mm. <laughs> meme guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Put fish in meme microwave. Guy. Chef. <laughs> Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Turn microwave off before it hits zero. Snick. <laughs> Nine volt battery on tongue. Physic. <laughs> meme guy is like my current favorite meme going around. There is a uh, vapor trap music video. Uh, and the guy in it made his own like meme guy helmet. Oh my god! And he's just kind of dancing around in it. <laughs> it's really good. It's called uh, Red Red Bottles, I think it's called. Y'all, it's right now. I feel like didn't in the last episode didn't we say something like, "Man, it feels right now like it's the end of the world." So what is this? Yeah, exactly. Like, where, where, how did we get here exactly? What? It's, it's just gotten worse. And I'm going to go ahead, I'm going to go ahead and make a prediction. July. Mm hmm. That's when the aliens come, Independence Day, Chef Goldblum, Will Smith. Okay, Brent, if you're not going to take this fucking seriously, I'll leave. Sorry. Godzilla. <laughs> mm. Not just any Godzilla. Mecha Klux Klan Godzilla. Mecha Klux Klan Godzilla. The gi- the most giant racist of them all. It like seriously, and it's it's gonna it's gonna wreck our shit, man. I it, it's it's gonna take <sighs> Who's it gonna take to take down Mecha Klux Klan Godzilla? Because that's Gen, Gen Z. They're gonna they're it gonna is. take it down. Mm-hmm. They're they're gonna like ultra Ultraman into one gigantic Gen Z. Mm-hmm. Oh man, are they gonna do like in um the last Matrix movie where they all just <laughs> climb on each other and create a giant Gen Z kid? Yeah. Yep, like a fish in <laughs> Finding Nemo. They all just, just come gonna... together in like one big fish. <laughs> <laughs> Just gonna beat the fuck out of him and then Fortnite dance on his body. Do you see those memes? It's like Gen Z 
can't order McDonald's by themselves, but will throw the tear gas canister back at the cops. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've seen one that was like, Gen Z has trouble asking for mustard for their burger, but has no trouble yelling fuck to police. To the police. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll uh, I'll one-up you your Meku Klux Klan Godzilla and say that uh, we, the United States, are just going to cause Fallout, like the game Fallout, but VR, but without V. Just, just R. Yeah, Fallout, the reality game. So I do want to loop back to how, how and which video game we are ending up as, mm, but I feel okay. like it is only appropriate to point out that like things have been getting shittier since like february yeah Yeah. but i don't know that you can necessarily lump everything that's happened in the past two weeks in there because things have definitely gotten more violent oh yeah no but i but i but i think that this this type of unrest we're seeing is not necessarily a bad thing No. no no i think it's a very good thing no do not do not misunderstand me the fight between McCluck's clan Godzilla and and Gen Z is warranted. Right. You know, this this is not like, oh no, now they're gonna fight this. Nah, man. Fuck him. This is this is the culmination. This is the Fuck him up. Yeah. Godzilla's been we didn't even know it. Godzilla's been the Mecha Godzilla's been the biggest white supremacist in the <laughs> entire in the entire ocean. It, um, it, it, it's, I mean, it's left me without the comfort and ability to utilize my normal irreverent humor. Yeah. I'm normally very good at like pointing out the ridiculousness and everything that's happening. But now you have like, ha- I don't know, half of the world being like, you know, maybe like people should just be nice and not racist. And like, I, I, I can't and I don't think I should make a joke about it right but like oh but i don't know what else to do like i <laughs> yeah your I'm not, reaction's so baked in that it's like i'm not good at being genuine <laughs> so i don't have anything to say oh i gotcha yeah well, like, well yeah just, it is yeah okay just to just to cut out the the ambiguity i think i think all of us pretty much agree black lives matter rest in peace george floyd fuck the police defund the police but I don't know month. how to say any of that and still be a sarcastic asshole. Yeah, that's true. And that's tone all I'm is good at tone doing. is important. Tone is important for that. <laughs> no, because no, if no, you say I'm that sarcastically, <laughs> then like you're exactly what you shouldn't be. That's no, that's fair. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, uh, I I mean I I think all of us have been trying to either attend protests, donate. Uh, signal boost i've i i didn't realize until this happened how poorly i supported the black community and all of the communities that i'm a part of nerdy internet you know local creatively all of those and and it's it's something that i think a lot of people up until recently just kind of thought you didn't have to worry about i i'm not racist i don't need to worry about it because i don't discriminate, but it, for the it's listening more audience, than... Nolan cocked a funny face and threw his hands in the air to signify that he was joking. Yes. yes. So yeah, yeah. Got this whole <laughs> audio medium. God, yeah. I see what you mean. This is hard. You still, it's you really still hard. got it through. You still got it through with voice for me, dog. I hope so. Um, 
it's it's more it really is more than just not being racist it is actively promoting people that don't have the platform that you have and even though the platform you have is literally just being white it, it's enough that it makes a difference and and everybody should boost a lot of people and um if you guys have any creators or people that you have recently supported or have decided to shift your efforts into promoting or buying their things i think we should link in the descriptions and yeah yeah i will say it is interesting to be in the former capital of the confederacy as the as the the clouds are being pushed away so to speak it's 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 kind of fun to see to to be like i'm not going to call it the epicenter but like you know two blocks from my house is monument avenue we're oh, wow. literally lined with like Confederate statue after Confederate statue so much so that they named an entire monument after it. And now like they're all tagged all the way down. Nice. It's pretty I would cool. love per, like we can cut this out if you want, but I would love pictures of that. If you get a chance, Brent, that's pretty cool. I mean, I can take pictures. They're also like on the BBC. Like that's, Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's all over the place. My bad. It's at this point where I feel like now I am on board with the, uh, well, no, keep them because of uh, context. You know, if you're going to keep them up, you need to keep the graffitied version of them once yeah. everybody's had their say about it. You know, this is part of history. Don't now. don't clean that off. That's that's uh-uh. the context. So uh, the mayor of Jacksonville uh, said that they are starting to remove all Confederate statues in Jacksonville without question, just taking them off their plinths and their their pillars and was it like stop arguing for your second place trophy yeah pretty much yeah uh let's let's say some funny things in in hopes that people find some solace in us being dicks uh tiddlywinks peanut uh uh, rubber baby buggy bumpers dr Uh, rufus t barley sheath gazebo (laughs) <laughs> why did Blubber that one kill me so much gazebo gazebo the mitochondria is the powerhouse of muck, the mucklucks the eskimos wear mucklucks mucklock did you guys know it's day 85 of quarantine uh, is it because i've seen a lot of people outside it's supposed to be day 85 of quarantine uh. you can go around the world in fewer days Again, very, very extremely super duper lucky with my job to be able to work from home. Yeah. And uh, our our leadership at the place that I work set a bunch of milestones that we had to meet for max telework. And the the group, everybody knocked all those milestones out of the park. So now leadership, as long as you're getting work done, they're. Stay at home. They don't want you in the office. Like yeah. they they don't want to pay, they don't want to pay the insurance for you to get sick. So if you're getting your work in, you're hitting all the milestones. You're you're getting your stuff done, and I think that's how it should be. I don't I don't leave without wearing a mask. Pretty much everybody that I know, from work, outside of work, friends, whatever. I I don't know a single person that doesn't go around with a mask without a mask, and like. It's been so long since I've been in a social situation that when I am around people congregating that aren't wearing masks, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> we had uh, people over for the first time this past weekend. Uh, yeah. We, we stayed out back. We, we got the grill out. 
Um, and we get the lawn furniture out so we could all be socially distanced. But then it started raining. And we're like, well, what do we do? So we like moved all the furniture under a tree and we all got like umbrellas and just sat outside in the rain <laughs> while we were going. This is the new normal. But then I know people who are totally just like back to work as it is. Yeah. Now the my my the brewery and the tap room have been taking it very seriously. We're spraying the tables down with a a virus side. Um why don't you just, dr- why don't you just drink that and it'll just clean out the viruses? <laughs> Man. <laughs> or like or like just smoke it, you know what I mean? Just like As as someone who has accidentally uh ingested some of our cleaning solutions from the brewery um on accident not enough to do any harm but definitely enough to give me diarrhea um i can tell you it's not fun um but you didn't have any viruses <laughs> but that's you, why he had know, diarrhea brent he didn't have anything to stop it in his yeah, gut there was nothing. everything just went time Bye. to get the fuck out <laughs> everything is just a super fast trip through the tunnel just any viruses in here you ever been on no. Mountain, video games like i really like playing video games they're they're so much fun mm. no one we're talking about poop no i i, no, I won't i won't go into that i won't go into that more i'm sorry my what i was gonna say was i have been taking me and my family have all been taking you know very good measures not to do anything uh and my brother and sister-in-law and their little baby are the only people that I have seen uh, outside of work without a mask. And the other day they were like, Hey, Ash has a fever and I have a fever now too. Um, You guys might, you know, if we have it, you guys probably have it too. And I texted my boss that cause I was at work when I got that. And he was like, go home. Don't come back until they come back negative or you come back negative. So you Shit, know, they wake up negative every morning. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that was that was actually really nice to hear from my bosses, because like on the weekends we've been getting slammed. But like his his reaction was, you might have been in contact with someone who has it. You need to go. Um, have nothing. I am rambling. Someone Nolan video games. Have we have we come to that part of the show? Where we have we gotten to the good fucking part of the reality? show? Mm-hmm. Okay. My question is: If you could stop video game advancement at one system and just have them iterate on those games, what system would you stop them at? Hmm. Uh-uh. I'm going to answer your question, but any answer we give is just going to be dating ourselves, basically. I yeah. mean, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Well, maybe not. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, 360. I also, as as far as Xbox goes, would also say 360. Yeah, I don't, I don't like the one. I don't like having to be connected to the internet to do anything, any and everything. Sometimes yeah. I just want to put the disc in and just shoot some bad guys. I don't need to be connected to the leaderboard and download the newest content and talk to people on here. Like that's cool and all, but like I want the option to not do it. And now they've got the one out. Uh, my wife uh, won an Xbox One and a raffle at work before oh, wow. COVID. Yeah, and I was like, she got Fantastic. you a nice paperweight. <laughs> and that's what Nolan said. And I was like, whatever, this is great. And so far, 
I'd say 90% of the time that it's on, I'm just going through menus and signing in and logging onto this and doing this account. And I don't think I've actually played any games on it. So you haven't, you haven't played knack two knack two. <laughs> that's a, that's a PlayStation exclusive, David. It is get your shit together. It's a Sony exclusive. And I can't I don't play think any that's of my right. older games. It's not, it's like backwards compatible, but you can't save anything. Yeah. So it's like, what's, what's the point? So I, I would, I would stop at the 360 and just say, go from there. But basically that's just saying you got into video games in the two thousands and now you're old. Well, I mean, what's yours? Yeah. Dreamcast. Mine is actually the GameCube. Mm. I, I had a GameCube and I adored the GameCube and uh, I know a lot of people had problems because it wasn't as powerful as the PS2. It didn't have as good games or whatever. But I feel like the the GameCube really highlight like it was the peak of sequels for Nintendo games that didn't have to be inventive. They didn't have to worry about motion controls and stuff. So it had like the best gameplay for a lot of sequels and a lot of the really original Nintendo games, a lot of really good ports uh, looking, looking at a list because I can't remember all of them, but just, just, Ooh, no one can go through this month. I did. Got a I did list over there. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Melee, yeah. Super Mario Sunshine, Mario Kart Double Dash, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, Animal Crossing, Resident Evil 4, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door, yeah, Pokemon Coliseum, Metroid that was, Prime. That was the GameCube? It was on the GameCube. I thought that was in 64. Uh, no, that was uh, Stadium, not Coliseum. Oh, okay. Uh, Fantasy Star Online, a game I put over a thousand hours into on the place or on the GameCube alone. Jesus Christ. Super Mario Strikers, 007 Nightfire, Time Splitters, Time Splitters 2. Like I, I, that was, Oh my God, that's my favorite shooter practically of all time. I love that game. I adore that game. Do you know, I've Super- never played the GameCube. Dude, never, there's no way. Never held the controller. You need, you need to get one. You can get one for twenty dollars. I've got time uh, now. <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, Luigi's Mansion is, to, in in my opinion, the reason to own a GameCube. Um, it it was like you were talking about. They didn't have as many games, but like what what the GameCube lacked in quantity of games, like compared to PlayStation and everything, it made up for it in quality. Yeah. And that's that's not a knock on the PlayStation 2's library because huh. it had a I would say out of all of the PlayStations it had some of the best games as well. But like Mario Party 4 and 5, Eternal Darkness, Soul Calibur I was, 2. I was just googling Eternal Darkness. Oh, it's such a good game. Yeah. Um Legend of Zelda Master's Quest, the Ocarina of Time Master's Quest, the the original re-release of it came out for the GameCube as a pre-release for the Wind Waker. And I fucking played both of those games half a dozen times over on the GameCube alone. So basically uh, your question is, can I tell you about how much I like the GameCube? <laughs> <laughs> well, question. see, that's 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 the first part of it. That's that's <laughs> why I I feel I can justify that if they had just stopped at the GameCube and kept development going, no, you're not gonna get more powerful engines or powerful whatever, but 
they had so many good games that just another set of sequels or two sets of sequels if it had gone on for another four or five same, years. Same functionality, just like more story. Yes. Yes, because they they innovated with story more than complex gameplay. They kept you invested. They had a lot of really good storylines. But could the, you download new clothes for your players to wear? Could you pay for clothes for your right. new pay? Yeah. yeah. No. No, they didn't have that. In fact, the only thing that I remember paying for was a Hunter's Pass on Fantasy Star Online because you, <laughs> you had to buy the little internet connectivity thing, plug mm. it in the back, buy your pass to play Fantasy Star Online, and it, that was like 10 bucks a year or something like that. I respect that you think the GameCube is, is where they should have stopped. Where they peaked. You're, but, saying, you're saying the GameCube was, was their jagged little pill. Game there, GameCube was their was their ten. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm naming '90s albums and I'm getting blank <laughs> stares oh, from everybody. Dating, ten, dating yourself even more. <laughs> ten, I thought you were referencing David Tennant as Doctor Who. Um, but it are we on the same it, show here, David? <laughs> I, probably not. Um, <laughs> the Wii, but the Wii U. Little bit more, but but the Nintendo Switch has surpassed so much, Nolan. And like, as as someone who has who has a Switch Lite now, is it worth it? It's worth it. Yeah, it's because I got a lot of time to kill these days. <laughs> it's I I would say like if if you're looking for more of just like a handheld thing, it's Switch Lite is all you need. But if you want like to be able to play Mario Party and stuff like that. They took all the shit from the Wii and the Wii U and they they were like, okay, this is what did work and here's what didn't work. And they threw out all that shit that didn't work mm. and then they just put it in the Switch and it's it's primo. So the I, I've heard a lot of really good things about the Nintendo originals on the Switch. But I've also heard that the iteration that they've put onto some of their originals, like the new Animal Crossing, is much, much, much more grindy than the original Animal Crossing. It's more of a job than an enjoyment. Can you guys explain Animal Crossing to me? I, it's a job. I would, I would be happy to because that was what I wanted to talk about. I'm aware of it, but 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 I don't. I Brent, don't, picture don't this for for this one for for the newest one. You want to live. Uh, you you want to live on an island. There's an island package that you can get. Easy to picture. You're gonna, you're gonna get a, a a house on this island. You go out there. You meet a guy who's gonna give you a tent. You can live out there in that tent. And then he's like, "Let's turn this island into a place where people can live. Let's turn this in, into a, a community." And you're like. Fuck yeah, Tom Nook, you raccoon bastard. I'll do that. I'm gonna you you son of a bitch, I'm in. And it's a crafty so raccoon. The game is you building this community and and bringing in more residents and things like that. And yes, you do have to pull weeds. And yes, you do have to pay a mortgage. But you know what? I'm sorry, this is a game? Yes. Okay. Um <laughs> The, the best thing I've seen online is that Animal Crossing is a fantasy game because it gives uh, our generation the satisfaction of one day paying off a mortgage. In mm. house. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, th that's all good. 
David, and that's that's a fine thing to justify in the Switch, but the Switch will never have Shrek 2 the game. You know what it will have, though, one day? You know what it will have? You, you T- piece tell me. of shit. What? Don't you look at me with that fucking piece of shit. Do you know what, it's, what it will have one day? What? Shrek Mud Buggy Racing 2 Maximum Ogre Drive. Yeah. We'll have that one day on the Switch. As long as I keep saying it. I'm just, I'm so appalled that you did all that to say Ogre Drive. <laughs> it's That's not Ogre, I, David. It's never Ogre. It's, it's never Ogre. <laughs> I don't know. 64 was a good one, too. Were you guys on the 64 train? I wasn't because my older brother was this piece of shit who always played his odd job and made sure that I could never get the golden gun. Man. Oh, hi, Brant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Welcome to Versus Am. <laughs> I, I can't go back to single axis first person shooters now for some odd reason. No, it's I can't, weird. I can't do it. It's like riding a bicycle backwards. That was a weird, that was a weird time for games like that. Well, like, it's like now that I can strafe all the time. I find it very difficult to play a game where you can't strafe. My parents said I could have one system and I went with PlayStation and I got, I fucking rocked at Crash Bandicoot and uh, Spyro. And recently they remastered those and I played them on computer. Spyro, I nailed 100%. So great. Crash Bandicoot, I shut off after two levels. (laughs) I was like, this is unforgiving. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, 3D platformers are difficult. Oh, my God. Like, there, there's a reason that most people don't make 3D platformers anymore. There's a big resurgence of really nice 2D platforming games because yeah. 3D platform, like, how do you judge jumping in front of a character when you can't see where their feet are going to land? Yep. I got... Uh, xbox live gold account as a birthday gift and so i downloaded all of the content that i missed for skyrim for the past i don't know 10 years yeah and i went to go do it and now i cannot i can no longer play with the y-axis inverted for some reason yeah you can't you switch it you toggle it and you save it and then it undoes it and i even started like a new file and even then, you can't play with it inverted. So, two hundred some odd hours on this five, like a full full day, full dragon plate armor. This is how far I've gotten into this. And now, every time I play it, I just stare at the sky because I can't. <laughs> so it's either like give up and just don't play Skyrim anymore on this machine, or like learn to play with the Y axis uninverted, uninverted. This this most recent file when I started it. Three or four years ago, my rule was no fast travel. So wherever you want to go, you got to walk. So I don't even I don't even follow a quest line. I just like I just walk in a circle around the whole continent. I leave I leave all the quest items on. So like anywhere I go, if there's like a little diamond nearby, I'm like, oh, we'll go do that for a little bit. And I just (laughs) I just kind of travel around. I think I've gone around it like I don't know, fifteen, twenty times so far, and like. You'll get back to another quest, you know, like when you, you have something that starts in like Winterhold, but I, I go around the whole continent before I get back. 
Yeah. Like, oh, we've been waiting for you. It's like, oh, it's been, <laughs> it's yeah, been a minute. I bet you have. <laughs> now, do you go clockwise or counterclockwise? I go anti-clockwise. Anti-clockwise. Mm-hmm. It's like cl- it's like counterclockwise, but British. <laughs> <laughs> I talking about the DLC and Skyrim. Uh, did you experience the fun of entering Whiterun uh, and everything? All the DLC. You get notified about all the DLC in Whiterun. They all come up so, to you. Yes, yeah. exactly. That's exactly what always happened to mm-hmm. me. It's, oh, God. There's this new there's place vampire. you have to go. Here, do you want to buy this? You should go. There's a vampire over here. Yeah, you can buy There's vampires every goddamn where. Okay, now there's this guy that's and the, the Dragonborn. I'm, I'm looking up at the damn sky. I can't, <laughs> I can't get my guy to look in the right spot. That's, that's why you didn't talk about it. You didn't see any of that. <laughs> I heard it, though. <laughs> So I put that on hold and um, I'm redoing the Borderlands series for now. I feel like it's very, it's it's very cathartic these days to just sh- shotgun as many marauders in the face as I yeah. can. The issue is when you go into somewhere like um, New Haven in Borderlands One or, or Sanctuary in Borderlands Two, and you see the the, the denizens of the town and they're um, they're armed and wearing face masks. And I'm just like, this is no longer a release for me. This is <laughs> fucking what downtown looks like right now. <laughs> like everything oh, is graffitied. Everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody has a gun. And it's like, oh, that's that's Richmond, Virginia right now, actually. There, there's some guy in dune buggy yelling, catch a ride. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that should be me. Yeah. All we're missing is claptraps. But everything else is pretty close. I'm like, oh, my God. I'm just like living out <laughs> day-to-day life now in a video game. <laughs> All we need is like Marcus. I was just about to say that's it's the mm-hmm. oh fuck. I was trying to think of things he said. The main one I remember is is Doctor Zed. Just remember, if you're bleeding, I don't really have a medical license. <laughs> <laughs> I I love the quest you go on where you have to talk to people around Sanctuary and you get to to Doctor Zed and he is like, oh yeah. That guy came in here, asked me to patch him up, paid me five hundred, four hundred dollars. You won't be needing that, will you? <laughs> or when uh, you got to meet Ellie in the dust. She's like, I had to move out of Sanctuary because I thought my cousin Scooter had a crush on me. And he hops on. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I, now, listen, I, I only I only had a little crush. Nothing, <laughs> let's not talk about that. So, yeah, I've been, I've been shooting skags with sniper rifles to... To let let the steam off these days, um, there's there's the there's there's three and like two and a half now also isn't there? Yeah, the pre sequel, the pre sequel, or the one point five. It's it's yeah it's it's the one uh, kind of shows the origin of Handsome Jack. Mm. Uh, you can also play as Claptrap, which is awful. What's his weapon like a harmonica or some shit? <laughs> no, he he gets a mixture of like random. It, it's just like a mixture of things. Like um, it'll get a mix of uh, Lilith's phase ability, and he can fly or or something like that. Mm. It's a weird. It's a weird mixture of things. If you play as uh, Handsome Jack, who is it's actually his body double uh, in that game. He's got. Uh, something that you can put points into. I can't remember exactly what it's 
called. I think it's like Jackspiration or something like that. <laughs> um, where Jack it's literally, it, where where it's literally just at some point his voice will come over your uh, intercom and it'll say something like, "Hey." Isn't this group looking handsome? And then just a little rainbow in front of your screen will show up and say, inspired. And nothing else happens. That's it. You don't get any buffs from that. It's just that happens. And it's it's great. I don't remember what it's called. And they've got three coming out soon. Three's three's been out. Three's been out. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing ads for something on my YouTube. So maybe that's four or something. No, it's probably DLC for three. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Which you shouldn't buy because that's supporting Randy Pitchford and he's kind of a really awful person. Who's that? He's the guy in charge of Gearbox Studios Mm -hmm. and he is a dick. Mm. Like, like supreme dick. Like, are Um, we talking like cuts in line at the supermarket dick or like all lives matter dick? Uh, yes. Mm. Oh, Um, I I don't I don't know about the latter, but he uh, he just lies a lot. He just likes to lie and he gets caught in lies. And then he he claims that reporters are trying to take him down and lie about him because he never he he works so hard and he never tells a lie. And what you're saying is he's very presidential. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah. He should Um, run for office. There was a report that the guy who played Claptrap in one, two and one and a half was not asked back to play Claptrap in three. And that guy came out and said, Randy came out and said that like he wasn't available. We asked him and he said that he couldn't. And the guy who played Claptrap was like, no, I said I couldn't unless you paid me what you were supposed to pay me because apparently they didn't give him his uh, residuals for one and two. Mm. So like all the advertisement that they used with Claptrap for, and all of the voice clips that Claptrap did, that guy never got a fucking dime for any of the advertisement. Yeah. So he was like, you know, I don't I don't want to come back if you're not going to pay me properly. All right, well, I guess I'm not going to play three then, so. Yeah. Fuck Randy Pitchford. <sighs> but I like shooting bad guys. There's a lot of other good shooty bad guy games. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Excellent. Excellent shooty bad guy game. Mm-hmm. Um, end of list. Uh, <laughs> hold on but i can all right if we're recommending some shooty bad guy games i got some shooty bad guy games i can recommend if you guys want to be big old weebs with me um you could get ruby glim gr- uh, la, 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 la. ruby grim eclipse just a 3d beat up speaking of are you guys going to do the remake of final fantasy 7 uh no no i Did never you- played final fantasy 7 the un remake I yeah. didn't wa- I didn't play it, but I watched my stepbrother play the whole thing. Really? So I have a pretty good idea of what to expect. Of of the regular one, not the remake. Correct. This is okay. This is well, twenty okay. years back. So what I've heard about the remake is that r- remake it doesn't mean remaster of the original. It means remake of Final Fantasy VII. Right. Yeah. Right. So like the storyline is not the same. Oh. They they're remaking Final Fantasy VII. You're not you're not fighting Sephiroth. No, you are very quickly. He doesn't show up till the last disc of the original game. Right. He's in the first like five hours of this one. Huh. Yeah. Uh, do you do turn based games, Brent? 
Uh, like where I take a turn? Yeah, where you have like characters that you give a command and they do something and then it's somebody else's like, turn. Uh, and... Oh, we're talking video games? Yeah. Real-time strategy? No. no oh. I'm not I'm not anti, I just don't, I don't, I'm not currently on any of those. Oh, Darkest Dungeon. David, I think David and I have talked about Darkest Dungeon on here before. It's, yeah. uh... Uh, it's so good. It's unforgiving, but it's unforgiving in a in that kind of Dark Souls rewarding way. I I would say it is more rewarding than Dark Souls, but also more punishing. <laughs> mm. uh, if if anything, the narrator is the reason oh, to yeah. play. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, something Lejeune. Uh, he's great. He he read a bunch of uh, Wayne HP June. Love Wayne June. He read a bunch of H.P. Lovecraft stories, and that's how the guys at Red Hook heard his voice. So they sent him the there's a whole documentary online about how this game was made, and I really recommend watching it. It's it's really cool for like a small independent studio. Um, They sent Wayne June the original narration for the intro. And after that, he was like, I like just send me what you want me to read. I really like the tone that you're doing and stuff. And the. He's got rhymes and quips, and he says things when you do stuff. Uh, if you kill someone with a, a like a knife or something, he'll he'll chime in and be like, "Slowly, inch by inch, this is how a life is taken." That's like from Bleed Damage. The one that I was thinking of is if you kill a large enemy, one that takes up two spaces, he'll go, "Prodigious size alone does not dissuade the sharpened blade." And just like the That's... first time I heard that, I was like, "Fucking yeah, you're right, right, it doesn't." <laughs> like my highwayman just go up and stab a giant in the throat. Fuck yeah, you fucking yeah, it's great. But Always... then, like two turns later, a fucking goo will kill your yeah. favorite character, but yeah. and you're dead. God Always. Damn it. I always love the screen where you're uh, buying everything. He's like, the cost of preparedness. <laughs> uh, measured now in gold, later in blood. And it's like, oh, man. It is so good. Yeah. Okay. This is a computer game. Yes. Yeah. I'll check it out. The tone you used when you said that <laughs> so- sounded like when I might tell my dad about something that I was like oh yeah and then this happened and then this was really cool and then this happened and it's so crazy and then I care about it a lot it's like this is a computer game <laughs> just making sure I got the right context here yeah 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 <laughs> so Brad, my, dad, been... my dad loves me very much actually <laughs> how he would react <laughs> Brent, you've been watching some movies lately I am taking time during COVID to watch the entire MCU in chronological order which is not the order that they were released in. Yeah, not released yeah. a chronological timeline. So order. I found I found a list online. You can this is very easy to find. Uh, it it, re, it reorders them based on when they actually take place. So obviously, you start with uh, Captain the first America. scene in Thor. Oh, okay, I'm not I'm not <laughs> deconstructing each. I I, I I I tossed the towel in and I got Disney Plus. So they're all there. So I'm going through them movie by movie now it would be fun to get a supercut just a 1400 hour long video of all of them but no you start with captain america um captain marvel after that 1995 yeah iron man one i'm not going to read the whole list 2010 iron man two right after iron man one uh incredible hulk somewhere pre-avengers 
And then today I just watched Thor 1, which is also pre-Avengers. So I am about a fifth of the way through the whole thing. So I do like it. It's, it's some, you know, some are better than others, but uh, I like having them in this order because the end post-credit scenes generally reflect the very next movie, which wasn't always the case when they came out because it was all it was all over the place. Huh. But now if you line them up after you, the, the, the last the last scene tends to lead into the next one. It doesn't with Captain America because Nick Fury shows up at the end and he's there and then Cap doesn't show up again until Avengers. So yeah. it's, not, it's not a perfect lineup, but but it is it is kind of neat. And it is I, sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I I have a problem that repeat viewings of the first I don't know, God, like ten movies, I, I feel have lost their their luster for people who have kept up with them because you go from like, oh, here's a bad guy who wants to bring down New York. Oh, here's a bad guy who wants to do this to like this guy killed half the universe and now they're gonna reverse it. And right. the the stakes have gotten so the stakes high. Stakes have risen. Yeah. Yeah. And the the directing and acting and and everything's gotten so good, you know, up to like Black Panther, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, like going back to small stakes. I I would say the one that stands out though. You don't want to go back and be like, oh, the bet the first movies are better. You know, like I think it's successful if your if your later movies are better. But I feel that the the intimacy of the problems has to be what stands out because if you just if you go from universe ending stuff to bank robbery, if you don't have a good antagonist, right. you don't have a good you bad guy. Um, I, I would say the ones it's, that stand out for me are are Captain America, um, Winter Soldier. I feel like that's a really good spy that's, movie. That's one I haven't seen yet, so this will be the first time seeing it. Really? Okay. So cool. Excited. Yeah. There's there's a handful in there that I haven't seen. Uh, Winter Soldier, Thor: Dark World, Ant Man One. Never saw that. Um, so there's there's a few in there that I'm that I'm excited about, but most most of them I'd seen you know several times. Yeah. You may want to get a cup of coffee for Thor: Dark World. It's it's hard po- <laughs> after have you know after after knowing Ragnarok, it's very hard to watch old Thor. Oh, trust me. Trust me. They did even, such a good job in that movie. Man, even as someone who was like, oh, man, Thor, the first oh, the first Thor was so great. I can't wait to see the next one. I could have waited. Yeah. So he takes his shirt off the most in the second one. And oh, my wife really him? likes that. Oh, your wife likes it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't, yeah, no. If, don't hate. If Chris Hemsworth hate. came up to me and was like, "I'm the god of thunder," I'd be like, "Yeah, you are. Did, did you yeah, s- you are." Got that fucking deep feet. Sorry, yeah. did, you, did you see that? Side note: Did you see anything on on Instagram? It was like they should have moved like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Pine, uh, Chris Chris Evans, Chris Evans, and uh, the other Chris Pratt, Chris Pratt. And oh they, god! And, and they would be directed by Christopher Nolan. And they would call it the Chris Christ the crisis, but it'd be spelled like Chris, like C H Chrisus. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, that's all I have. That I I feel like those guys would be up for it. They could they could make a pretty funny. Oh, they absolutely could. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's, uh, that's that's what I'm spending my time on. 
Um, and it's I'm watching a lot of YouTube videos. Uh, there's this guy, I, I can't remember his name. If I find it, I'll put the link in the description. He watches them all at 0.25 speed and looks for Easter eggs. So he's doing a, a hefty eight hours of each movie. And I don't even Jesus. know how you listen to it at that point. Like, is it slow or does he just do subtitles? That's like... That's like a work a year worth video. of movies. It really, it really is. <laughs> 23 Does, movies that are like eight hours each. I, I ask this not from a judgmental point of view or, or, or a place of judgment. That's two steps below. I'm not racist, but... No, 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 no. no. This is a legit question <laughs> because I'm sitting here. Is this person, one, married to a parent? Is he married to a parent? No, married or a parent. Um, I mean, because he's got I'll, a lot of time right now, so I he was could be just, both. Man, there's no uh, fucking it's, way. It's the Canadian lad, is his name. That's a lot. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's. Uh, it's the Canadian lad, and he does everything at like 0.25 speed. Spider Man 1, Iron Man 3, Avengers, Age of Ultron. Iron Man 2, Infinity Wars. I mean, he's got channels and channel. He's got playlists and playlists of like watching things at 0.25 speed and picking out all the details, which I respect, but I would never, would never, never try to, would not be on my radar at all. At all. Yeah, that's, huh, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, so speaking of things we're watching, have you guys watched Midnight Gospel at all? I no. haven't even heard of it. It looks like i'm i'm just looking at the trailer for it i feel like i'm gonna have a bad acid trip sober well if you've never had a bad acid trip then i wouldn't worry about it (laughs) uh it's it's duncan trussell um if you guys don't know duncan trussell he was the interviewee in drunk history uh about nikola tesla okay starring crispin glover and john c Riley. Yeah. That guy. Okay. So, so he's done this show, and the audio for this show is essentially a podcast. He, he interviews special guests, Phil Hendry, Stephen Root, Drew Pinsky, Trudy Goodman, and they talk about psychedelic experience. They talk about yoga. They talk about forgiveness and acceptance and mindfulness and, like, shit that we really need these days. But the entire 25-minute visual is like an episode of Super Jail. You guys ever watch Super Jail? Yeah. It's it's like that. It's like it's like it's like a Beavis and Butthead music video. But there's no sound to go with it. It's just the audio of them talking. So very disparate inputs into your senses. But like the the shit they talk about is 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 I watched it on a whim, but I was like, oh, like I, I really need to hear this sort of stuff right now. Like it's, it's very, it's very, if you just listen, it's very soothing and relaxing and affirming and like, you know, just be yourself and breathe. It's going to be okay. Like life is going to go on. But if you look, open your eyes, they're like in, you know, a huge mech and they're fighting zombies and they're both in avatars that are gay ice cream sandwiches and then like everybody has their head cut off and it shrinks down into a little pebble that goes into somebody's shoe and splits out their toes and you have to like capture 
the rose of forgiveness and sprinkle the blood of the flower over the little baby that like regenerates back into the main character. Like the face you're pulling is the appropriate face at that description. I'm but, glad I've never taken drugs because yeah. like I wake up from dreams and am, am terrified what my brain would do if I gave it something to put that into fucking hyperdrive because shit like that scares the hell out of me. <laughs> I mean, honestly, dreams just get a little more normal, to be honest. <laughs> you know, I kind of used to it. You're like, all right, yeah, okay, so my dad's a dragon now. All right, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Those fellas sure are a riot. Oh, hey there. It's me, Brent from the future. So it turns out we had a lot more to say after this part of the show, so much so that we decided to make it into a whole extra episode. But in the meantime, if you want to check out more verses and or anything on Final Plank Media, just head over to finalplank.com or search Final Plank wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time. Bye bye. Verses and is produced by Brent Lacey, Nolan Lacey, and David Hallman. Edited by whoever feels like it this month. Theme music is by Kevin McLeod. Versus Anne is a production of Final Plank Media.